gonna sit here. Ew. Tell me your book tea. Okay. So. <laughs> oh wait. Hi guys, welcome to the oh, pod. Shit. <laughs> what is always happening? Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. Um, called what the fuck is this podcast? I'm the guest this afternoon, evening, whatever time of the day it is, because Fury is the the. Oh, co-host. he's fighting the boss that we hit. Oh wow, con man, con man. If you're wondering why my hair looks so good, because I did it with a straightener, bitches. <laughs> Not three episodes in with your hair looking like that, you address it. You've been, been, I literally have to shower tonight. You <laughs> left them wondering, Monica. Oh, sorry. Follow Yay. me for beauty tips. JK. <laughs> I Last time I posted was like five months ago. What's that? <laughs> Not on your story. Only, no, I post on my story a lot. Only your real followers know your active. May 16th was my last post. <laughs> <laughs> see, only your real followers know how active you are because mm-hmm. you got to be following to see the stories. I was going to post this one. I think I still am. I'm going to post this one. This one and this one. Be like movie date. That's so cute. Okay, so I'll do it then. <laughs> um, anyways, we already said this, but welcome back to the pod. Um, this is our third episode we're filming tonight. We're trying to get through this quick because we got work tomorrow because we're working, ladies. Yeah. Why don't you tell your friends to listen so we can quit our nine to fives? Yeah. Rude. Please. Deal with the program. We're trying to be independent women. That don't have a nine to five and travel to do tours. Yeah. And not tours to yeah. Iraq. <laughs> tours around the state. I you almost said tours government. to where Matthew is, and then I'd be fucking shot because oh, I'm not supposed to I tell people to where the same. man's at. No, I was about to say the same thing, but I was like, mm, I, I can't say that. I, I know. Say that. <laughs> I know. Ugh. Um anyways. They'll be like, bitch, you thought he was coming home. <laughs> Oh, yeah, guys. I have a date for my husband's return. But she can't tell you bitches. I can't tell you bitches. I can't even tell his mom. You can't even tell me. Yeah, I can't tell you. I know. I was around. Yes, I was able to to give my team an like arrival date so that because I can have like a free day off, basically. Yes. And, um,. I also have an extra vacation day that I asked if I could bring into into the new year. And so they had to know about when I would use it. Mm-hmm. So I've given my team a nice little around time arrival. <laughs> so that I can have my time off. Yeah, so she can be with her hubby. And then we're also not recording in yeah. that month. Yeah. We're working far ahead. Yeah. No, we'll record in the month. Just yes. Because, yeah, we won't record, like, the last, like, two weeks before he comes, basically, is what yeah. we've, like, rough planned out. Anyways, it yes. doesn't matter. Anyway. Tell us your book team, Monica. Okay. So, since last week, we were talking about um, therapy and how everybody thought that Ricky was a mental case because he had to go to therapy. I want to talk about a book that I'm talking about in therapy a lot. Um, it's really been helpful. It's just a good read. Like, if you want to work on yourself or work on your relationships with people, mm-hmm. uh, it's called The Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents, How to Heal from Distant, Rejecting, and Self-Involved Parents. It's written by Lindsay C. Gibson. Um, I don't know 
know what this means. PYSD? Is that a psychology degree? I think I'm thinking. That ball is not <laughs> for this evening. But anyways, um, like I was saying, in the last um, episode that we talked about, um, Ricky's going to therapy because of what his father did to him and like his family and stuff. Um, so I wanted to talk about like mental health and like going to therapy. I think it's really important that you do. I'm in therapy. I don't see a problem with it. Also, it's like you just get to talk to somebody and they'll tell you advice. That's all you have to do. But this book, um, I have a weird relationship with my parents and it's helped me understand why and it's been really helpful and then i've had a lot of abusive or like toxic relationships and it's also helped me like process those and like the last dude i was going out with i started reading it when i was with him and it made me realize how many things that he was doing were actually toxic and like how bad that relationship was actually draining me um and there's some of the work that you can do and you write it down and it basically like helps you heal from it or like understand why it's happened. Um, and that's what I talked to my therapist about, like the stuff that I write down, like that's happened and that I, what I have to deal with. But this book basically under, like I've said that I'm like repeating myself, but there is one part where it's like basically saying like if your parents ever told you like, oh, we're going to give you a reason to cry or like you have no reason to cry. It's mainly because their parents never let them um, like show their emotions. Yeah. So they don't understand how to deal with their own kids emotions. So it's not really their fault, but it's like right trauma that's like passed down. And so if you want to like break those vicious cycles. I recommend this book. Um, it teaches you a lot about people around you, which is like crazy because like this, I started reading it and I was like, oh, it's just going to be like teaching me about like how to deal with my parents. And it's like, no, like I see stuff in this book that like with any day relationships, like with old friends I've had and all that other stuff. And it's like, it's fucking crazy how much this book has changed my life and like how much I notice more about this stuff now. And I know how to pick up on red flags a lot faster because of it, which like I, I tend to jump into relationships really quickly, not really quickly, but like once I'm in love, like I'm deep in love yeah. and I will not see this person doing anything wrong. Like yeah. I won't believe it. None of it. And this book has taught me like, take a step back, pay attention to what this person's doing, see if their intentions are good, where this is coming from. And yeah, I recommend this book. Um, it's I believe it's on Kindle Unlimited. I'm not sure. But just read it. What was it? I'll find out. Um, how adult children of emotionally immature parents. I think it is. I'm not sure. I bought it anyways. Like I, It's just a good book to have. And I read it twice now. Because I started reading it, but then I wasn't really paying attention when I first read it. And then I started reading it again. 
Oh, no, the first time I stopped reading it because my ex told me to stop reading it because he was saying that, like, I was, like, judging him too much because of the book. What? Red flag? Yeah. Red flag. Sorry, this store is loading really slowly. It's definitely on there, but I just don't know if it's on Kindle Unlimited. Um, so I have some highlights that I got from there that I want to read. Okay, so I was just going to try the app on my phone, but look what happened when I started typing adult, the first search. Ew! Ma'am. Okay, so one of the first things that I highlighted is children who try to be good enough to win their parents' love have no way of knowing what unconditional love cannot be bought with conditional behavior. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, right. that means I'm like, so sorry, I was reading. No, 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 you're fine. The, like, to me, that's crazy because yeah. like, I see that even in myself. Like, I will try to fight for this person to love me when it's like, no, you should let them go. They're doing wrong shit to you, which is just crazy. But yeah, 10 out of 10, recommend. I recommend therapy. Get it, bitches, okay? Mental health is a real thing. Um, I personally... Um, I personally deal with depression and anxiety. Um, it's something that I didn't... I wanted to ignore for the longest time. And now that I'm, like, open and honest about it. And I have a therapist that I can talk to about it. It actually, like, feels good. Like, somebody knows. Um, and then Miranda knows that my mom doesn't believe in, like, mental health issues. She literally just thinks I'm being lazy and stuff. So, it just helps. Yeah. Talking to somebody that's non-biased, mm-hmm. they're of no relation to you other than you're paying them. Yeah. Which, like, I have good insurance, so I'm not paying for therapy. But, like, even if you have to pay for therapy, I believe it's 100% worth it. It can help your life in so many different ways. Yeah. Because um, whatever you're talking about, that person has no opinion on your parents, on the friend you're talking about. Like, yeah. Because even if you came to me, I'd be like... Oh, yeah, I'm on your side. Because, like, I'm the yeah. closest with you in your life and who you're going to bring mm-hmm. up. Like, of course. Like, yeah. it's always going to be, like, an impartial party mm-hmm. who is just going to see the facts as they are, you know? Yeah. And then you don't have to doubt yourself when you're talking to a therapist. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of times, like, even when I'm, like, talking to, like, my friends or something about, like, something that happened to my family, I still want to defend that family member. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, should I? And my therapist will straight up call it out and be like, "Yeah, they did something wrong. There's no reason for you to feel like you have to go back on it. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. So go to therapy, bitches. It's not Kindle Unlimited, but it's only oh. $9. Oh, so that's not bad. No, yeah. And then the paperback, I looked it up on Amazon, um, which is when I didn't reply to you, and I'm so sorry. No, you're um, wrong. It's only nine ninety nine if you want the paperback. So you're not saving any wherever you go. You're not losing anything wherever, if you're yeah. digital, if you're hardcover, whatever it is, the paperback's nine ninety nine. Yeah. And the Kindle Unlimited is $9.11. So. And then I do like that they put in, like, really good examples. So, like, because sometimes I'll explain stuff, and I'm like, I don't fucking know what this fucking means. Yeah. And then they put examples in, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I do this shit. And then I'm like, let me write this down for therapy. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because they were what? judging the fuck out of Ricky last episode. Yeah. And like, for what? Yeah. This man has trauma. But it's funny to see how far we've come in even just like the 10 years it's been. Well, yes. what are we? If it was 2008, 12-ish, yes. 14-ish years 
since then. Yeah, like, we have grown a lot as, like, a society. Like, it isn't so, like, it's not crazy, but it's still not, like, appreciated and yes. understood. I, and... yeah, I think the stigma is going away. Yes. Which You're is not like... crazy. Yeah. You're not whatever. But people still don't like to full on just be like, I'm in therapy. Like, yeah. Some people. But, I, like, obviously, if I'm talking to somebody new, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm in therapy. Right. Right. But, like... Because you don't... Exactly because you don't know how that person is going to react. Because some people yes. are, like, still, like, it's a big yeah. deal. And like, it's like, to not. me, like, with... I have problems with my family. I already said this. But, like, when I told my mother I was in therapy, she was like, what the fuck for? Yeah. Like, everything is going good in your life. And I'm like, ma'am, I don't tell you everything that's going on in my life yeah. because you judge me for it. That's what I got my therapist for. Exactly. Okay. But yeah. All right, guys. Are we ready to talk about Secret Life? I'm sorry, Goose. Did I distract you from the wall? <laughs> so we're going to start off with episode 12. Remember, watch along. Watch along. You know what we're doing. We're watching four episodes usually. So that's probably going to be our schedule from here on out. Yeah. Also, four. If... Do you want to know what episodes we're talking about? Miranda puts them in the bio. I do. So you can literally see what episode we're, what episodes we're talking about that week. And then you can watch that. Because we only post every Thursday. So you can watch those episodes before the new one comes out. And yes. you can just watch along. Or you can be like, oh, they're talking about episode 12. Let me listen to this first snippet first. And then yeah watch the next episode yeah because i don't break the time codes down that specific but you can always skip right to where secret life started so yeah skip and then right we always we always state what episode we're on yep but yeah absolutely okay episode 12 i almost forgot my synopsis these men are just twin up i know rubber <laughs> um whoa i scrolled way too far episode 12 12. This title is so long. The Secret Wedding of the American Teenager. Oh, I forgot. I saw that name and I was like, ugh. After hearing that she will need to get a job and ex- accept responsibility if she was to keep the baby, Amy plans to marry Ben with fake IDs. Ricky finds out and goes to a boy at school to get one for himself, as do Henry, Alice, Ashley, Adrian, Grace, Lauren, Madison, Jason, and Jack. Jorgs? (laughs) Jorgs? Jorgs. George moves into the Jurgensen's garage. (laughs) That's his name? Yeah. Okay, episode 12. So you heard it here, folks. They're going to get married with fake IDs. Can't wait to talk about how problematic that is. But first, first, this stupid-ass mother sits her down and is like, no, I'm not going to make breakfast for you. Which, first off, why did she order from her mother like a waitress? Like, I, no, whatever. But Anne is out here and she's like, uh, you have to get a job. You have to make your own breakfast because... I'm going to get a job because I'm going to get divorced and we don't have any money. And, but like, you're telling your daughter that she has all these responsibilities now. And she has to keep her baby. When you told her to keep it. And that now you're like, no, I'm not going to help. You made her feel like she was going to get your help and your support. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, no, sorry, I'm out. Yeah. And then this is when they tell us 
She's going to have the baby in three months. Why is this timeline advancing like this? Grace and Ricky aren't advancing like this. Nothing no. else is going forward with the speed of this pregnancy. No. Everything else is going like a few weeks at a time. And there's no notion of any sort of time jump. Nope. It's fucking bonkers. Bonkers. I don't understand. And then once Amy finds out that she has to get a job, now she's like, I want to get married. Right. Especially because Ben has money, so he can help. And they're both super supportive of her having the baby and them getting married and all that stuff. So it's like the only people who seem to want to still coddle Amy. And I agree, like, Amy needs to take responsibility for what she's done, and Ricky needs to step up for what he's done, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, they are 15 years old, they're going to need help, and... And then you also wanted her to go back to her regular school, yes, when she could have gone to another school to help her be a teen mom. That's on her dad, though. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know what the fuck's wrong with George, except then George comes in, now that I know his name, I'm going to use it. George comes in to fucking be like, where's breakfast? And all this shit. Oh, I am so tired. And he's like, I, okay, first of all, women's studies is really important. And the fact that he, like, keeps putting it in her face, being like, oh, you're a woman. You studied women's studies. Shouldn't you know that you should be getting me coffee? When he said that, I literally, I wrote, George is a piece of shit. Oh, 100%. What the fuck are you talking about, stupid? You came from a woman. Respect women. Or you're never going to have a woman. No, yeah. Sorry. No, the way... I. Whatever. No. Um, Let's move on to this fake IDs story. Wait, I'm not there Wait. yet. What? I have like five different lines before then. Oh, I didn't write a okay. whole lot about this episode, So honestly. in the last episode... Um, was it the last episode or was it the beginning of this? I don't know when this happened. But basically, Grace tells her dad that um, she was the one that cheated on George. Yeah. The mom. Yeah. And then, like, he goes away for, like, this trip. And then Grace's mom is like, oh, you can date whoever you want. And go out. As long as we know where you are, you don't have, like, any rules. Because... I only got married to George because I wanted to have sex with him. At least someone's finally being honest. That's Honestly, true. You, we never get that kind of honesty from anybody, yeah. ever. So, Tom, uh, Grace's mom says that she has somebody that he can, she can set up Tom with. And he's like, oh, is it Adrian? <laughs> I was cracking over that. Tom is just saying to everybody, you know? Tom is hilarious. Tom is here for a good time. Yeah. Um, and then we find out they're getting married at 7 p.m. What is this time? 7 p.m.? Okay, yeah, no, they're getting married at 7 p.m. Yeah. I wonder if that's worse than getting married on Monday. <laughs> um, Amy's mad that her mom's not wanting to help, which, like, I understand, but yeah. at the same time... You're the one that decided to keep this baby. Yes, and she sure she implied it, but you never double checked to see yeah. is she actually gonna help you. Yeah. Now we can talk about the fake ID situation. Yeah, I this is just another great example of the fact that these kids have no common sense. None. The fact that they thought that they could actually be legally married with a fake ID that didn't have their name on it. No. You're fucking lying. No. And 
And they get to this diner to talk about getting married and everything. And they're going to get married at 7 p.m. and all this specific stuff. And he's like, how'd you get here? And she's like, my mom gave me a ride. I told her I was going to apply for a job. But I just really wanted breakfast. This is embarrassing. <laughs> this is fucking embarrassing here. for you. Sheldrick, the only person that has a car in this world yeah. is Jack and Adrian. Yeah. That's it. What the fuck are you talking about? Ugh. Uh, I said nobody can keep a secret. No. Literally nobody. No. Go on a secret. Oh, and then they pull up in the car. And Amy's mom is like, oh, I'm finally, like, I'm going to be single. Your dad's in the house. It's the first time in forever. Ready to start a new life. Opens the garage door. <laughs> the dad is, George, George, is living in the garage. And the way that, like, she had to have this dramatic pause. Oh, I'm just not ready for this to be my house. And I'm yeah. like, bitch, he Man. still helped you buy it. Like, yeah. It's not your house. Yeah. No. Um, and then Tom is going on a date. And they make it a double date for oh, the wedding. To go to the wedding. Yes. Absolutely. Ricky makes a big deal about he, how he needs to go to the wedding because he's the father of the baby. What does that have to do with attending the wedding? Literally nothing. Because the baby's there. You know that Ben is going to be a better guy than you are. Well, you, you don't. Like, you barely want to be a dad. Yeah. And then the dress that Adrian shows up in. Oh, my God. I literally said, Adrian, what the fuck? Like, I know you're trying to make Ricky trying to be into you or whatever. But, like, come on. You need help. He's seen all your bits and pieces. He knows what you got. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then... Why at the beginning when they're like, oh, we're going to a wedding or whatever, like of all the people that's going around school that there's a wedding and it's Amy's wedding. Why are they automatically thinking she's marrying Ricky? They don't even like each other. They don't even get along. And then when she's on the phone with Adrian, Gracie and Adrian on the phone and she's like, he wouldn't ask me on a first date to his wedding. Be hugging for real. No, he wouldn't. Delusional. Delusional. That's what you are, sweetheart. Yeah. Um, Again, the dad is bringing up the fucking woman studies shit. Oh, my God. Tom is making out with his date. Great wedding. Um, What are you doing? They get married. They kiss or whatever. I'm sorry. (laughs) What is she wearing? Oh, I have no scarf. Make it make sense. No. <laughs> she was wearing a white dress, but take off the fucking scarf. Why are you wearing that scarf? For style? What? Nope. Not style. No. And then Tom, they get married, and then Tom says, we're next. <laughs> Tom, you've just met this woman. Also, why didn't she get him a ring? Oh, I didn't even notice that. No, no. It's literally in the dialogue where she goes, I didn't even remember to get you one. A wedding ring. Wedding ring. That's what it's called. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't remember? <laughs> oh, it slipped her mind. She was dealing with this wedding. She was bringing by Dilla. Whatever. Episode 13. Excuse me, where's my phone? <laughs> so I got kicked out of my hosting seat. Baked Nevada. What does that even mean? Just because their fake IDs were from Nevada. I don't know. Baked? They're not high. 
That's what I'm saying. Party's over when George and Leo catch Amy and Ben at the wedding reception. Back at the chapel, Tom wants to marry Tammy, but Grace stops him. Elsewhere, Ricky starts visiting Adrian again, and Amy and Ben learn that their marriage is not legal. Shocker. Because Amy and Ben didn't get married. Julia and Stefan did. Like, (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about? Your name's not even on the ID you used. How would it be legal? You're out 80 bucks, stupid. Jack steps up and falsely confesses to creating the fake IDs and is forced to do community service and talks with Amy and Ben and gives them advice on what they should do with the baby and when when Amy feels him kick for the first time. Oh, I just spoiled it. That's fine. I don't care. If I wouldn't have said anything, people probably wouldn't have noticed, but um, I spoiled it. Okay. I My first line that I wrote down is a quote from Tammy. How many ways could she say the same thing? (laughs) Tom and Tammy, I'm here for it. They should have gotten married. They would have been perfect. I think it's mean that the dads broke up the wedding reception. Let them have their fun. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, regardless, it's not real. Who the fuck cares? Okay. Um, Okay, but Catherine... So the reason why they show up is because Kathleen... Um, Gracie's mom told Amy's dad, like she calls her. Oh, yeah. Um, and then at the after party, they're dancing to the YMCA song? Oh, I was screaming. What? It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Um, okay, the next thing I wrote is that Amy's parents had sex. You're lying. They don't even like each other. Yeah, I wrote, they have sex? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And we were just talking off camera about what that means. Mm-hmm. We're excited. We're excited. I mean, not really, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, also that night, Ricky and Adrian hook up again. Yeah. While in the next scene at school, Grace and Ricky are talking about how their boyfriend and girlfriend. Also, why didn't we you get a clip of that? problems. Why didn't we get a clip yeah, of that? Yeah, that's a huge deal for Grace. Yeah, no. What the fuck? Why did you take that away? Um, Jack lies, and he says that he was the one that made the IDs. Why? Why? For why? what? In what world? Make it make sense. You're folks. not friends with any of these fucking people. Maybe why? Grace, but at this point, she's your ex-girlfriend dating someone new. What yeah. the fuck are you doing? No. Um. Oh, and everyone had to learn that holding a fake is illegal. <laughs> that they could get in trouble or at least have a fine for that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. How out of touch are you? Yeah. No. Oh my god. Um. Let's see. Amy's mom finds out about the wedding from Grace's dad. Yep. Which I was like, why are they acting like they've never met before in their lives? I don't fucking know. What is their problem? My next quote that's a problematic one from Adrian, even though she's my favorite character, is, I'd rather be the one you cheat with and not on. That made me so irritated. Girl, you're being your mother. Stop it. Yeah, because she shits on her mother all the time. Yeah. Ugh. 
Um, Amy doesn't know what she what she's doing, and she doesn't think she can handle having a baby. Yeah. Which no fucking duh, you're fifteen. We could have told you that, girl. Um. Her mom says no abortion, but then she doesn't help. So like, yeah, come on. But that's all I have for this episode. Yeah, other than it ends with her being like, the baby agrees with you. It's moving a lot. It's coming right now. Do they not teach sex ed in this Anyways, that's all we need to say. Episode 14. The father and the son. Ashley enlists the help of Reverend Stone to ensure that her parents will stay together. Oh, we did not talk about this, but we found out a couple episodes ago, Reverend Stone is Jack's stepdad. Yes. And, oh, we didn't even talk about this, that the Reverend asked Jack to ask Gracie out so that her dad would keep giving the church money. Yep. Ricky's estranged father, Bob, returns. That's his name? Yeah, they didn't work very hard. They're like, what's a good name? Bob, sounds good. Town on parole to search for his son. He returns to town to, to go on parole to on parole to find his son. He pays Anya and her family a visit and later threatens Ricky with the possibility of giving the baby up for adoption. Amy reveals to her parents that Rick's, Ricky has been sexually abused by his father and suggests what the fuck just happened? And suggests that they should seriously consider what's best for the baby adoption. Amy seriously considers the option and discusses it with Ben and Ricky, who both want her to keep the baby, but for very different reasons. Anne seeks out the advice of Reverend Stone to see if he knows any nice families who are looking to adopt. Okay, so episode 14 starts off with Reverend Stone knocking at their door. Why is he trying to force himself in? (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. They've told you like three different ways that that now is not a good time. Yeah, and I also have never heard of a pastor just stopping by. No, literally no. Um, and then I wrote Ashley, their divorce is not about you. Yeah. This has nothing like, to do with you, girl. I understand because she's 13, she's young, she wants her parents to stay together, yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, like, you see how badly they're struggling and how to much be together. they don't like each other. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah, be fucking for real. Um, oh, Amy cannot make up her mind about whether she wants Ricky involved or not because she's been pretty adamant that she didn't want him to know and all this. And now that the money is a whole thing, she wants him around so he can give them money. Yeah. You piece of shit. Yup. Um, okay. Ashley wants to get a job to help out her sister. Love that. That's so sweet, mm-hmm. but very unrealistic. You're 13. How are you going to get a job? And um, then, at the end of that conversation in the garage, here comes Bob Underwood. How did he find out where she lives? I don't know. Why was he sitting in a green muscle car outside? Which, I, that comes out to be very funny. Yes. Um, But, like, what, what the fuck? fuck? But then, here's another great Shailene Woodley acting moment. Where she's like, stay right there. As she closes the garage door. Yeah. Who the fuck cares if this man gets in your house? Go find your dad now. Also, they stand there while the garage door is closing. That's what I'm saying. It's a strange man. Run. That's what I'm fucking saying. Like, ugh. Um. Um. 
Oh, I'm Ricky's mm-hmm. dad is there, and he like knocks on the door, and he's talking yeah. to her dad. Um, George. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk and about that. He's a piece of shit. Both of the dads are. Oh yeah, I said why are they both giving or not both? Um, Bob. I can't read my handwriting. Why is Bob giving con vibes like a scummy, yeah, scammy guy? And then George has no interest in this man. Until he says, I can help financially. Yeah. You piece of fucking shit, George. Yeah. No. Get a better job. Do more. Her, so she sits her dad down and she finally tells him like that he was abused and all this other stuff that happened. Yeah. And she does, he doesn't believe her. Or like, he doesn't believe Ricky's story. Is like classic, like 2000s parents. What the fuck? Um, I wanted to talk about like when they're like. They can't get a hold of Ricky and Grace to tell him, like, hey, your dad's around town or whatever. And the normality of turning off your phone back then is something I completely forgot about. And we totally lived through that. Yeah. We had those types of phones that, yeah, you just turn it off until you needed it. But, like, it wasn't normal to be able to reach anybody at that very second. Like, the way I feel so compelled, like, when it's my best friend, not, like, some stranger or, like, a random relative... But, like, my mom or Matthew or even you, the way I feel compelled to be like, I'm so sorry I was in the shower when yeah. I, like, miss your text by 15 minutes. There's never any explanation or anything the like that. The normality of it back then, like, but I think it, it didn't matter. Do, like, everything now is, like, instant. Like, we want everything instant. Oh, yeah. But, like, it's crazy. Because if I could go back to this, yeah, I would. Yeah. But I can't because people need me, okay? I'm important. Sometimes. I'm a big deal. <laughs> um, um, oh, this is the this is the the batting cages is the part you were talking about earlier. Oh, with Ricky. Yeah. Also, yeah. okay. So I wrote, I don't get Adrian's dad. No. No. That man irritates me. Um. Ricky's dad shows up and he's like, "Oh, which one's your boyfriend?" And she's like, "That's my ex. That's my brother." No, she does not say ex. She says, that's my old boyfriend, that's my new boyfriend. What the fuck <laughs> does that mean? But also, I am not going to tell a stranger that. No, that too. It's like yelling, who is this? Or who is it? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I'm with them. I'm not going to give you fucking details. No. You're a stranger. No, yeah. Yeah. If a stranger came up to me and started talking to me like that, an older stranger oh, when yeah. I'm 16. And he looks I'm, creepy. Yeah, I would literally be like, I don't want to talk to you, and I would stand up and walk away. Yeah. I would walk towards my friends. Um, There's no way. But right before he shows up, because right, it's right before they switch, Grace is in the batting cages screaming at the baseballs flying it's at kinda her. It's kind of cute, but kind of annoying. Yeah. He calls Adrian to make sure she'll be available for after their date. Okay, but also, how does he not see that they called him? That too. No, that too. But, um... Oh, before he comes up to them, um... What's his name? Tom and... Oh, Tom and Jack get there. They get there and they're trying to warn warn him. He's like, hey, a creepy guy called... And then they don't believe them, him, because they think he's trying to just be on their date. But, like, how did he get that number for their house? How did he... I don't know. How did he... Be fucking for real. I don't know. Anyways, they're arguing, and 
Ricky sees that his dad is talking to her, and so he, like, grabs a bat, and he's trying to, like, confront his dad. And then the dad tells him, I don't think you'll be a very good father. I know I'm not. What a piece of fucking shit. No. Um, I also, to go back real quick on the fact that Adrian's, I don't like Adrian's dad. I don't like the way Adrian is making excuses for all of Ricky's red flags to her grown ass adult father. Oh, yeah. Listen to your dad. Listen to your dad. But I understand, like, she's not going to listen to her dad because he hasn't been there for 16 years. No, but it's still an adult. Yeah. And the way you're standing there being like... Yeah. No, it's but okay I, that he's into other women. Yeah, no. I think it's very hard for her to be able to understand that she needs to listen right. to them because her mom's always gone. She True. basically has no adults in her life. True. That she can truly trust and, like, that they give her good advice. True. Because if my mom was having an affair with married men... I would not no, follow yeah. her advice at all. That's true. Um. Oh, Amy comes in. Terrible acting. There's no tears. Her voice is all broken up, though. Call whoever you call to get a baby adopted. <laughs> How do I you wrote, think this world works? I don't fucking know. I wrote, has she had any doctor's appointments? Exactly. No. Because we have, we've seen none. No. Since her first one where she confirmed she was pregnant. She's been to none. Yep. We haven't even seen her take a prenatal. Nope. What is she talking about? And then Gracie is scared of anger. (laughs) She was scared that he got so mad. He was so mad. But, like, I would understand why he's so mad. It's his predator father trying to talk to his girlfriend. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, and then Ricky decides he wants to raise the baby now. He wants to be a part of the baby's life. Which this is when I said, now Ricky is making the most sense for a no adoption. Like, Ben is mm-hmm. just like, we can do it. No, how? Where's your plan? Why? Yeah. How can you do it? How can you make this much money to take care of the baby? Yeah. How can you do this? How can you do that? Like, and then, but at least Ricky is like, no, because I don't want him to wind up like me in some family that doesn't truly care about him and da 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 yeah. like all he that shit. He doesn't want him to be a part of the system. Exactly. So he's finally making the most compelling argument. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and at the end, Ricky's dad... Oh, they get a restraining order on Ricky's dad. Mm-hmm. And um, Ricky's dad comes up to him while he gets to Adrian and basically says he wants to, the baby to be put up for adoption... So he can get the money. Yeah, because he, he wants has, part of the money. He has a family that will pay real well for a Caucasian baby. Boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Amy's mom is having a conversation with the Reverend Stone guy. And I literally wrote, you're giving Amy vibes. Like, yes. the way she, like, has no plan while she's bitching about Amy having no plan. Yeah. She has no idea how she's going to pay for architecture school. She has no idea where she's going to get a job. She's not l- really looking. No. She's just excited that she's going to have a job. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? Yeah, no. Um, that's all I had for that episode. Yeah. Oh, Jack also got his punishment. Because right at the end, I said, oh, yeah. do I get a gun with this assignment? It's a gang area. <laughs> Uh, so he has to do community service and... For his fake ID thing. The counselor gives... He has to mentor... He's some, mentoring a kid. Some kid mm-hmm. that lives in gang territory. Okay, 15. That's enough of that. 
Ricky tells Adrian about his abusive father and reveals that as long as his father is around, he won't see Grace. Come time to find out the sex of the baby, Ben is disappointed when Amy tells him she doesn't want him to come with her to her appointment. Meanwhile, Bob again approaches Ricky with the idea of giving up the baby for adoption. Jack's community service starts out very unexpectedly and begins to fully accept the consequences of Amy being pregnant, and Ben records a video of Amy revealing that she is having a boy. Ricky's father goes back to jail for possession of illegal drugs. So, yeah. So, this episode begins with Ricky and Adrian getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. And Ricky confesses to Adrian, like, what really happened in between him and his dad. Mm-hmm. And Adrian calls her dad for help. While he's sitting in the parking lot? Right. What the fuck is that about? He's being creepy again. Yeah. Um, I said Adrian really expects every sight of Ricky while he's involved with at least two other women. Sort of three, but Lauren has mm -hmm. definitely fallen off the map. Yes. But, like, bitch, you didn't even know that this man had sexual abuse trauma and went to a therapist. And you don't, you want ba Amy to get an abortion. You don't want anyone else in yeah. his life. You want to be the main thing. Bitch, you don't even know what's going on with him outside of his fucking dick. Yeah. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, no. No, no. And for, especially for how long they've been, like, secretly doing stuff, you should know you're just a sneaky link at this point. That's what I'm saying. Like, like no. you're not his girlfriend. He literally wifed grace up so fucking fast yeah and sure maybe you could make the argument it's just to get in her pants but at the end of the day he does a lot more of caring about her mm -hmm. than he has ever cared about you yep. like this is all on you mm -hmm. oh and then when she's sobbing on the phone to her dad put him back put him back do none of these kids understand how the world fucking works clearly not oh my god what do you mean put him back he's on <laughs> parole like Good behavior in prison. Yeah. Um, Ashley wants to go to a friend's house, and everybody's surprised about it. This was so annoying. I'm like, dude, just let her go to her friend's this house. This is worse than everybody thinking she was going to be the first to get pregnant because she yeah. dresses alternatively and wears dark makeup. No. Um, ben wants to be there for when they find out the sex of the baby. Ben. Ben. And then Amy doesn't want him there at all, not even yeah, for the birth. Even, or yeah, or in the waiting room or anything. She doesn't. Just... She feels like she's gonna be exposed if her belly is showing. Ma'am, you agreed to marry this man two episodes ago. What the fuck are you talking about? That was so annoying to me. Yes. So fucking annoying. Because... Like y'all are literally married, basically. Yeah. In your mind, that's how y'all see it still. Yeah, still. You don't want this man to see your belly? Yeah. Come on. Be fucking for real. Um, Grace and Ricky basically break up because, like they said... Yeah, Ricky wants to protect Grace. Yeah. I thought that was really sweet. Oh, yeah. See, and this is what I'm talking about with him and Adrian. He doesn't give a fuck about Adrian. No. She lives alone, and you're okay with going to her house, where you know your dad has already shown up to. Yeah. But with Grace, you're like, no, we need to break up. And you tell her parents about it? Yeah. Which then, I was like, at this point, does everyone have trauma? Because Grace's dad is out here telling him his sexual abuse story. He, not he wasn't sexually abused, but his brother was? 
I think, I don't know. I don't know. I was low-key, like, lost on that story. But basically, his brother killed himself, and they found something out in the note. In the note, he was being sexually abused by, like, a teacher or the neighbor. Somebody. Something. I don't know. And I was like, does everyone have trauma? Literally? Yeah. Like, what's going on anymore? Um, I have a quote from Amy's dad, where he says, get out your dream catcher, because you're dreaming again, because she wants to go back to school and stuff, which, like, stop being a fucking dick. She raised your children, like, come She put on. her life on hold to be a wonderful stay-at-home mom. Yes. Which I don't actually think, I mean, maybe that's not putting your life on hold. It depends on your priorities, of but course. But she dropped out of college. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. maybe, and maybe she wasn't putting her life on hold because what she really wanted to do at the time was be a mom. Yeah. No shame in being a stay-at-home mom. I have no idea what her thoughts were when she did it 15 years ago, but yes. now... She knows that's what she wants, so let her be. Anyways, okay. Uh, Amy doesn't want to be there at the... Like, she doesn't want to know what the baby is. Like, she's conflicted about oh. finding out what the baby is. And then, also, my big problem with this episode, which, like, it just proves again that they're children. They have no fucking clue. Amy thinks that if it's a girl, that the baby won't be abused. Yeah. Be fucking for real. Turn on the news every once in a while. Yeah. Come on. That was insane. Um. Ashley is at the church waiting for the reverend because stuck in traffic. And then the stripper from the office shows up and gets her a cocktail, a cocktail waitress job or whatever. But like, she's like, oh, are you 21? And she's like, oh, do I need to show you my ID? Presents the fake ID. No, she doesn't even present it. The lady's just like, no, we're good. Oh, I'll get yeah. you a job. Let's go. That's true. Well, they say at the restaurant that when Ben and... When Ben's dad and Amy's dad are there eating, they say she got the job using her fake ID. But that is true. The lady never actually... Yeah, she never saw it. Okay. Um, Grace's dad is talking to... Um, Oh, but Ricky. Ricky, we get and the he trauma. Says, you can stop the violence. Basically saying that he can stop the cycle of yeah. abuse. And that's when he admits that his brother committed suicide. I I I was so confused with the video. Like it That Ben comes to help him make Yeah. I okay, yes, same. And then what was like her lip bite as she walked closer to the camera? Okay, I they do this all the fucking time in this show with the lip biting. I don't get it. It goes hand in hand with her bad acting. No, but literally everybody in this show does it. Yes. I need to start a tally. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm just saying, like, Shailene, another yes. thing you can't do is bite your fucking lip. Like, no. Look. And then she's like walking to this camera. And then, did you see the text that she texted everybody? It says, lowercase, I-T-S, that's all little, A, capital A, and then capital B, little O-Y. Yes. To say it's a boy. What? What? You're having a child and you don't know how Uh to fucking English? So somewhere in this also, um, somewhere in this episode, what the fuck is his name? Gracie's ex. Jack. Jack goes to the game right at the end yes yes and he picks up the guy he's mentoring and he sees um ricky's dad 
buying drugs, selling drugs, some right. shit like that. Something with drugs. And he calls Adrian. Adrian calls her father. Yeah. They get him arrested. And at the end, Ricky goes to Adrian's and he finds out that his dad got arrested yep. because he violated his parole. Yep. And that's it. That is. Woohoo. It's fucking over. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what's your what the fuck news okay. for this week? It's already kind of old news as of when we're recording this, and by the time this episode's out, it's like really old news. But I just thought it was fucking crazy. Steve Jobs worn out Birkenstocks. Here they are. I'm gonna cover the price. Here they are. Okay. Sold for $218,000 at an auction. $2,118 and then $1,750 to be accurate. They were worn by jobs in the 70s and 80s during many pivotal moments in Apple's history. This is the highest pair of sandals that are the highest price ever paid for a pair of sandals. Are you fucking kidding me? I that much money? just think it's insane. That's the price of a house. I can yeah. get two houses in right. this town with that. Right. No, and to me, what's the most insane is the fact that they've been kept since the 70s and the 80s. And then here at the bottom, they were last sold in 2016 for $2,000. When did Steve Jobs die, though? Okay, but honestly, my marketing mind, it's working right now. Because that is a really good advertisement for Birkenstocks. Like, they they still look good. Not like, obviously they look used, but there's still, like, oh. nothing really wrong with them. Oh, a And if they're from percent. the 70s? A thousand percent. I'm a thousand percent on your Birkenstock, team. Birkenstock, pick this up. Come on. And then they should have bought them. That's true. Okay. So, the auction notes said... That they show heavy wear. And then so the, there was a, like a bidder asked if they smelled. And the guy selling them, like the auctioneer said, they do smell of success. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> no. Shut the fuck up. No. No, but I think that would have been like a very good marketing thing. He died in 2011. So how did they only sell for $2,000 in 2016? But I just, I do really want to know where they've been since, like, what, did Steve Jobs put them in his trash can and someone walked up and took yeah. them? Like, how did they get here? Yes. That makes no sense. Were they in Steve Jobs' house? Then why didn't his kids throw them away? Like, yeah. I, or whoever, I don't know if he has children. I'm so sorry. That was no, not the right I thing know. to say. No, no. But somebody, whoever cleaned up yeah. his house, I... I just don't understand. Three times. I, no, I believe that Birkenstocks, if they have a museum of their shoes, they should have bought those. And that would be a great exhibit. Look at what's beneath the picture. <laughs> Why is everyone obsessed with the way these shoes smell? Fucking foot fetishes. But anyways, this story is already from November 15th. It's going to be such oh, old yeah. news. But I really just was like, when Carlos said that a couple weeks ago, I was like, that's interesting. And then I like thought of it today. And I was like, wait, I have to look this up because I did look it up after Carlos told us. And when I saw the shoes, 
I was like, bruh, those look barely worn. They must have been on his feet when he died. And then, no, they're from the 70s and the 80s, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. They are what he wore for 20 years while he made pivotal, pivotal decisions in Apple. Like, that's fucking incredible. Yeah. And I absolutely understand why they sold for so much. I'm sold. Let me go buy a pair. I've been, like... On the edge of buying a pair of a I know, Birkenstocks. A real one? Yeah. Yeah, like the actual like Birkenstocks. Now I'm like, okay, I'm going to get them. But I also don't know what style I want. So I like the two bands, but I also like the one that crosses over your toes. Mm. I can get both. Ugh. I'm an adult with adult monies. Don't tell people I bought these. Not me trying to buy a car. <laughs> and then we're buying Birkenstocks. Fernanda, don't listen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going to cut that out. That and my insult to Kevin need to go. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) that is it for this episode of What the Fuck Is This Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Yeah, we love you guys. Yeah. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at What the Fuck Is This underscore podcast, where you can see the doggos, you can see us, you can follow our personal pages, you can DM us T. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. Um, we also want to do a Q&A if you have any questions for us. So send us questions. Yeah. If you want. Absolutely. Because we definitely want to do like a drunk episode where we just talk shit. And yeah. not like about anything. Yeah. I feel like that would be a really fun episode to do when Matthew gets here. Oh, yeah. Like we could just record it with him yeah. before you leave. Yeah. 100%. Because you're fucking moving. We Each. should. Okay. Matthew needs to invite all his squad over, like, it's a glizzy party, and then we'd be like, surprise, bitches, we're recording a pod. Like, that would be hang out. I gotta go. (laughs) I gots to go. I'm just kidding. Unless we're trying to purple heart it. (laughs) Like, don't mind me. Oh, then you and uh, Bertusi need to hang out, apparently. He's trying to purple heart it. I've never heard you talk about that man. No, me either. <laughs> Apparently he's the new Canalis. <laughs> Matthew just told me. Oh, I think you did tell me. I, just I think I did, but night. when I told you your three options. No, I don't know this man at all. Because <laughs> I told him, I was like, I'm not going to recommend Bertuzzi because I knew the other two guys. He, he was like, well, just let him know he's in it for the benefits only. Like, as a joke, okay, but of like, course, but still. He doesn't, he doesn't really benefit other than getting paid a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is he expecting? Because I'm going to get a lot of benefits. Off base. That's true. Because I would not want to do that shit. Actually, I wouldn't mind. But, like, I don't give a shit. Anyways, that's oh. it for this week's episode. Love y'all. Subscribe. Follow us. And all the good things. Adios, bitches. Bye, guys.